0: Social media is a massive tool for your business, but if you don't know how to pull leads off of the system, head over to NHBusinessShow.com funnels, and we'll get you started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Man's Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we are here with Chris Wellington from the Capital Regional Development Council. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks for having me. Definitely. So let's learn a little bit about you and uh, the CRDC. Sure. So uh, my name is Chris Wellington. I
1: joined uh, the Capital Regional Development Council uh, last year. Uh, So I spent a lot of my career in economic development working for the state. I worked for the city of Manchester prior to that. um, I grew up in Bedford, New Hampshire, went to UNH uh, for my undergrad and my master's degree. So I'm a New Hampshire boy and uh, enjoy working here and working with our small businesses, which is primarily what CRDC does. We're a nonprofit economic development organization that provides uh, small business lending um, and financial solutions for small businesses, as well as economic development advising uh, to the 51 million municipalities that we serve in New Hampshire.
0: Okay. So what is business development or economic development, I should say?
1: So, I mean, uh, everyone you talk to will give a different response to it. So I think it's really dependent on uh, the town and the community that you're in, what assets they have. Um, But I think we all know that our, you know, municipalities, whether small or large, run on small businesses. That's the economic engine of the state. Um, So it's fun to be able to work with um, a wide variety of small businesses, you know, in a number of industries uh, and be able to try and support them if they do need some extra assistance. Uh, on the financing side of things. I know that's uh, one of the most important things in business is obviously having a good product, um, but as well having the capital behind it uh, to make sure that you can grow effectively uh, and, you know, in a lot of cases, just get started. Uh, So it's fun to be able to work with those businesses, uh, both on the business plan side of things, um, then also on the financial and sustainability side of things to make sure they're growing within reason um, and that they're able to, you know, get the capital that they need and that the the product that they have is going to support that. Yeah.
0: Cool. So <laughs> a lot there in that little yeah, definitely. of <laughs> uh, so So let's a little a little bit about that. So the, what type of of guys work with? Is it kind of any business or do you kind of have a a framework for what you're looking for?
1: So a lot of the businesses uh, that we work with are small businesses. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we're looking at businesses, you know, maybe under $2 million in revenue. Sometimes uh, Mm -hmm. they're a startup business, even though that's extremely difficult to fund. So a lot of the times uh, they are in business for one year, two years. Um, The biggest thing we're looking for as a nonprofit is uh, enhancement of a tax base. So if that's a development project uh, that somebody's doing or job creation and job retention. So so those are the two main factors when we're lending. So a lot of that is a small business looking to buy a piece of equipment um, that will help them produce more. They're looking for some working capital in order to expand employment uh, for their business or offer additional product lines. Um, but we, So we do see a lot in the, um, I would say, tourism, accommodations, uh, restaurants. We see a lot of those. Uh, we'd love to see more in the manufacturing and technology side of things. Okay. Uh, but those are usually capital intensive up front. Um, so our funding sources may not be the best use. Um, But a lot of them are going to be those smaller businesses that, you know, operate in a community. You may not see them. You may see them. uh, But it's really interesting to see all the different wider way of businesses that, you know, work here in New Hampshire, uh, but have a worldwide presence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good question. So how many of those types of businesses do you see? Like, they're small in New Hampshire, but they have like actual pretty big markets.
1: Yeah, I mean, we work with, uh, you know, I mean, you know, right now I'm working with, um, you know, a personal training group that's looking to expand into a second location. So they're obviously just, you know, servicing those individuals um, that they're helping out, where we'll work with some manufacturers that are actually shipping overseas. So they need oh. some additional capital in order to help them enter new markets. So those are the uh, businesses that are really exciting because they provide a lot of job creation uh, behind it. Um, but a number are going to be the smaller ones that do serve uh, primary client bases here in New Hampshire. Um, um, because a lot of the ones that are international are going to be much bigger, and we'll probably be able to get uh, you know, traditional commercial lending. So, yeah. Um, as part of CRDC, what we do is we're, we offer gap financing, so a lot of the times the, uh, a bank will require a certain equity injection from the business, 20%, 30%, uh, but the business owner might not have that up front, so we're able to come in behind a bank and provide that equity injection for a business um, that will allow them to buy a piece of equipment, real estate, working capital, leasehold improvements, you know, uh, whatever it might be that they need.
0: Okay. that's pretty cool because it's funny you said small business and like two million under I'm like oh man that's Yeah, you you don't typically. I mean, a lot of them are going to be in the, you know,
1: 200,000, half a million dollar range. Um, I mean, but it is, you know, we work a lot with the Small Business Administration and, uh, you know, their definition is, I think, 1,000 employees and something like $50 million in revenue. So we're obviously, that's not our categorization of small business, um, but it shows you just, you know, how, uh, you know, the different definitions will change. So generally we're looking at, you know, 20 employees and under, but a lot of them will have one or two employees.
0: Huh. That's, that's pretty cool. So, um, I don't know if you know much about other states, but how does New Hampshire look compared to, I guess, maybe not economies, but you know, business growth and all that type of stuff? I don't know if you'd even be able to answer a question. that. Well, you
1: know, I think, you know, New Hampshire, obviously we have some advantages. I I used to work for the state of New Hampshire and worked on recruiting businesses and keeping them here. And so, um, you know, I have all the respect in the world for small businesses because no matter where you are in in the states or overseas, it's really difficult. It's a grind. Um, You know, they're very risk adverse, uh, which I uh, or they put put a lot on the table. So I have a lot of respect for that. Uh, But I think New Hampshire has a lot of you know good qualities Um, obviously we have no sales or income tax uh, which is nice uh, for individuals uh, great place to live we're always the healthiest state you know great education place to raise a family Um, so from that aspect you know I think it's a great place Um, a lot of other states will offer incentives um, you know especially to start and relocate uh, but a lot of the times those are geared towards larger ones Uh, there was recently an effort for an Amazon facility uh, to go in Londonderry which obviously is much different than any, you know, what I would deem a small business, you know, opportunity here. So a lot of them, it's, you know, local, they grew up here, they're looking to start something. Um, and then those are the ones we like to work with that are really dedicated to New Hampshire and they're going to stay here Or some of those larger companies will just, uh, you know, leave at the drop of a dime if they get a better incentive somewhere else. So it's nice to work with those smaller businesses that are going to stay here. They're in it for the long haul and, and really love the state.
0: Yeah. So you, you kind of mentioned... Uh... Kind of what you're looking for in businesses you see you said it a lot under 2 million like 20 employees or so but like because it's not really a startup that you're typically funding like what type of businesses are uh or what's some of the requirements for you know getting these loans
1: sure so we're gonna uh we're gonna piggyback a lot off um what a commercial bank commercial lender uh, would want so usually we like to see three years in business um, obviously, we'd like to see the, the business growing. Um, if an individual comes to us, one of the most important things, if, you know, you know, you're going to need financing or your business may not be doing, you know, meetings projections that you're looking for is get help immediately. And it's not always paying a consultant to help you out or hiring more people, because uh, unfortunately, we can't help a sinking ship. But if you come to us, you know, a year or two before things might go bad, um, you know, may not be financing you need up there, maybe some business advising. And there's great opportunities in New Hampshire for free consulting through the Small Business Development Center or SCORE, um, that and especially SCORE that will hook you up with somebody that's probably in your industry, has been successful an entrepreneur as well, um, and can really support you and look at your business and and uh, you know strategize how you can um, how you can grow effectively um, and and make sure that your you know keeping up to date on uh you know everything you need to do with your product the economy is constantly changing um and you need to make sure that you're adapting with that you know obviously you have printing companies 10 years ago that are acting a lot different than now or some of our digital oh, yeah. marketing digital marketing firms and other things because they have to keep up so making sure you're keeping up with the trends and a lot of that is going to be you know in your business plan your business plan should be updated every single year it's something that you should go to um, that kind of um <clears throat> then you know you take your business plan and then that will um You'll take that and make sure that you're, uh, you know, meeting your different goals, but you know who your competition is, you know what the market h- here is, um, and you know what kind of your capital needs are going forward. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to have those pieces in place, you know, have a business advisor, have a good accountant, have a good attorney. Those are all things that any small business, you know, should have a good relationship and obviously a commercial Um, you know, a a good uh, relationship with a commercial lender. And that's a lot of the folks that we work with is the commercial lending side because they'll bring us in and and saying, hey, I have this client that, you know, needs another $50,000 to buy some equipment or they're looking to, you know, buy their building, they've been renting, now they want to buy it. Is there some way that we might be, you know, you might be able to step in and help them out um, that the traditional, you know, commercial lender is not able to provide because some of the restrictions on them or it might be a little, there might be not enough collateral to, um, to provide as much funding as they need so it's so it's nice for us to be able to come in and in a lot of cases be able to help fill that gap especially if the business is growing or it might close down if they don't receive um, this capital infusion
0: yeah that's interesting the uh i almost lost my train of thought there was a second. that's funny um so when when i because you had mentioned you have commercial lenders you typically work with yes is it generally them who's coming to you because the the other the small business of man, right? I don't even know you exist. Is that kind of traditionally what it is? They go to a lender, then they come find you or people coming directly to you for services?
1: Yeah, probably ninety percent of you know uh, the clients that we work with are referrals from banks. Okay, and then generally we're not going to be the only financer. If you need a hundred thousand dollars for something, we're going to you know try to. If you don't have a banking relationship, we'll try to connect you with some lenders. And then you know we'd like to be at about fifty percent or less. So yeah. a lot of the deals um, when we're coming in, um, you know, we're ten percent, twenty percent, thirty percent of the overall financing that the owner will need for their business. Um, and that's coming directly from the bankers and then we have relationships with different partners it might be people within the municipality that a business comes to them and wants to open that will connect with them at first to help them build their business plan build out their projections their performa Um, and then we can you know help connect them with local banks and that happens a lot with a lot of the small businesses that may not be from the area or it's their first time in a business and may not have all those connections because i think small business owners have uh uh, you know, they wear a lot of different hats, but there's some hats they don't, you know, need to wear or be an expert in everything. Yeah. Um, but I know sometimes that's hard uh, as a small business owner to accept, um, yeah. but you should really take, you know, opportunities for people to help you. Um, and you don't just have to pay for it, which is the nice thing here in New Hampshire. A small state, a giving state, uh, and there's a lot of groups out there and organizations that can
0: provide those resources for a small business. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. Because. Um, Small businesses, yeah, they need a lot of help. And I, I get into this a lot with the businesses I talk to where they love their business, but oh man, when it comes to accounting, yes. <laughs> and, you know, the bookkeeping and that stuff, they're just lost. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, I think that's a good point, like some help there before it becomes an issue. <laughs> yeah, definitely,
1: yeah. I mean, they, you know, they may, you know, I, we deal with a lot of restaurants or people that, uh, you know, might make cupcakes or pastries or they do, you know, some sort of food product and they make the best thing possible, but they really don't know the business behind it. When you ask them, well, who are your competitors, you know, have you done a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, different things so you can un- really understand the market for your business yeah. and they don't know that. And that's okay, but before you open up that shop, you should really have that plan. And in place um, and not just kind of go along. You should have an attorney, an accountant, a business advisor, other people that are helping you along the way, which is what we stress up front, um, you know, especially if a business contacts us directly, um, you know, we're connecting them with other resources to make sure that they can then go in front of a bank. Because if you're, you know, going for financing, which generally every business needs, unless you have deep pocketbooks or, you know, a rich uncle or something like that, um, you're going to need to go out and get financing and they're going to expect you to know your business. And if you don't, they're going to shut the door on you because they they have plenty of other opportunities and they only get paid when money goes out the door. So yeah. that sometimes we'll see the referral to, you know, help them do that back end work um, so that they can then go and, uh, you know, approach a bank, you know, on the financing side.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. So I'm going to quickly jump over to a commercial break here um, and then we're going to get into the tip side because I think there's a I've just, I've just been writing since you've been talking. We have a whole lot we can talk about on the back end of things. I think it will help out. So everyone hold on for just a moment and uh, we'll be right back. So, I'm excited to announce that my website is making fantastic progress. So, I've been working with Zim Ventures on a new website for the show that does a whole lot more than my other website does, because it's just, it's not holding up to the demands I need as far as the show. So, we just got out the framework, which looks amazing. Um, So, the show's pretty much built out, well, the website's pretty much built out, and now... We're going through the process of filling in the artwork and doing all this really, really cool stuff. So I'm excited to say that Rob is making this extremely easy. Um, he's done it before. He's done it so many times that the process is just quick, easy, fast. Um, I couldn't be happier. So head over to NHBusinessShow.com slash ZimVentures to see if it's a solution that would work for you and your business. So, <laughs> so this, is, this is the fun part. So i mentioned earlier so beforehand you know what are they someone's getting ready to go to the bank Mm -hmm. like you said they need to know the business they need you know business plan all this stuff but what else can they bring with them to kind of like help this process along because i sell cars on the side Mm -hmm. i'm like done and i know if the customer comes in with a bunch of stuff already The process is just, like, smooth and fast, and it's not much of a headache. Definitely. Is there kind of some recommendations you make for helping things they should have prepped beforehand that they haven't done? I'll be on
1: right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, the more prepared, the better. Um, but more importantly is, you know, the char- you know, the character you are and are you willing to, you know, take advice? Are you willing to put in the work behind the scenes? Because a lot of these groups that will help you, um, they're just, they're going to give you the tips. They're going to give you a worksheet that says, okay, here's your budget, you know, plan it out. You know, what are you going to do for marketing? What, do, what are your competitors doing? What's your competitive edge here? So the more information they know, not just about their business, but the other businesses in the area um, that are in their same arena, um, you know, really shows, you know, to, you know, somebody that's looking just at the financial side of things, a competence to be successful. Um, so the more information they can have up front, you know, in their business and not just come and say, okay, here's my product. This is going to sell, you know, provide me some money, which is sometimes the way that, you know, that um, that they come to us. And at that point, you know, we have to step back and say, okay, well, here's X, Y, and Z. So, I mean, the first thing is obviously to have an idea and have a product, but that doesn't mean you're, have to physically have the product right now it can be just something you know in your mind but okay now put that to paper and talk about is there a viable market for it Uh, a lot of individuals um, that I've worked especially at where I previously worked up in Grafton County um, it was hobbyists trying to turn their you know product or their hobby into a business and so they would come in and they may have made a little money on the side but then when we really go through their um, you know financials and what the cost of the product would be and how it would be to scale um, they're not thinking about how much are you going to make at the end of the day? And I was going through it with somebody and it came out to, they were actually losing about $5, uh, you know, on a piece of product. And that didn't even take account for their, um, you know, for their time that they're putting into it and they should be paid, even though generally if you start a small business, I think most of them, they don't take, you know, pay for the first couple of years as they get them going and everything gets reinvested back into the business. So it's important to, I think, you know, talk with people who have been there, have done that and and utilize the resources and uh, don't take offense to it if, you know, somebody connects you with somebody to talk to because you can't know everything, you know, in your business, especially once you're starting out.
0: Yeah. Because like you said, there's a lot of questions there people might not even ask. Because I had another guest on earlier today where one of my questions was, how are you correctly pricing your products? Mm -hmm. Yeah, great question. That's like, because most people have no idea. Mm -hmm. You have something, you don't really have a lot of comparisons out there, and you're like, oh, what do I charge someone for this thing? And like restaurants go under all the time because they misprice their products, Mm -hmm. and they don't account for waste and all these other things. So it's like kind of need to know that type of stuff and if they haven't thought of it then you know someone like you should, or the company should be able to point that out to them.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and even on the marketing side of things, you know, uh, you know, everybody thinks they need the fanciest, largest website. Well, there are some businesses that really don't need a website. They might be able to do with a Facebook page, which is free to set up. Yeah. Uh, most will need a website to some extent, but you don't need to spend thirty, forty, fifty thousand $50,000 as one to have this flashy thing. It's, it's just an entry point, you know, to, for a call. What's your call of action when they get your website yeah. Is it to call you? Is it to actually order the product there? And yeah, if you're going to order it online, then you need to have a website. But You know, these discussions, um, you know, with people that have been there, so you're not, you know, scratching your head all the time and and at the end of the day, wasting money and your time, which your time is valuable. So you need to think of it that everything you're doing is helping to grow that business and make sure you can get started on a good foot Um, and you don't set yourself up. So when you open the doors, you're either swamped with debt or you haven't invested in the correct marketing. So now nobody's
0: coming through the door. Yeah. So you actually said something earlier that I wanted to touch on again, just real quick. Um, Since you, typically work with companies that have been established for a year or two, like what type of paper trail of finances do you want to see going back?
1: So we'll usually ask for three years financial, and that'll be both the business and the individual. So a lot of the times, um, you know, a business, if it's an LLC or sole proprietor, it'll be tied into their personal finances. So that's a lot of what we'll look for is, you know, tax returns. We'll want the company's profit and loss statement, balance sheet, some other things. But it's nice to have the tax return because that's a legal document that you signed. And we know that that money has come into the business and then have gone out in whatever you're spending it on. So those are things we like to see and then obviously projections as well into the future. Where are you seeing that? Because uh, a lot of times as you're taking on debt, obviously you're going to have additional payments in the future that you didn't have in the past. So can you support the debt service that you're going to have in the future? Um, and will it be sustainable? And, and are you marking off, you know, all the right checklists when you're, when you're looking at your budget? I was recently uh, helping a, a startup restaurant and they didn't have real, uh, meals and rooms tax put into it. And so I was like, well, are you, are you know, in your cost of goods and in, in your food, are you including that, you know, 9%, which is, you know, restaurants don't You know, don't make a lot, uh, you know, at net income at the end of the day. So are you taking the fact that 9% because that could end it or not? And they're like, well, no, I actually didn't think about that. I'm like, well, let's put that in a light item based on how much, you know, food sales you think you're going to have. And that, you know, completely changed the entire budget and what what they thought they might be able to, you know, actually finance and what they needed. So just, you know, having people review it and look at it, you know, is an important aspect because there's some things you may, you know, not just think about and, you know, little things like vehicles or, you know, insurance is going to be an important thing that you need so all the you know the small things that as you're getting started you know you may not see or anticipate you know increased costs as you do grow
0: yeah that's pretty good because like i said i sell cars so i've had people come in and they're like oh yeah i I run my own little business and i get paid in cash i'm like well fantastic i have no way of tracking your yeah Yeah. you can't get a (laughs) so and that's why i asked the time frame because you should probably again thinking backwards like okay I need a loan so I need to make sure I have two or three years worth of the correct books Mm -hmm. and if you haven't done that maybe don't get try to get the loan yet because you're just wasting time and you know all that type of stuff so it's good to Prep that stuff before. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. And it's you know it's a little bit like when you you know when you're working with a financial institution, whether it's a nonprofit like ours, Gap Financer, which are a number throughout the state, um, or you're working with a commercial lender. It's a little bit like Shark Tank in a lot of ways, where you watch that, where you know they're going to grill you with questions, and it's not because they want to put you through the ringer, but they need to make sure it's a good investment so they don't lose funds. And, and we're in the same boat here. We do say no to some small businesses, even though we love the idea, we'd love to give it, but it's just not good time for that and you know if we don't you know provide loans that uh, you know perform well and that we're earning interest on and that we're getting principal back that that will inhibit our ability to then relend the funds that we have because that's a lot of we do is take funding in and then relend it you know short-term so we can assist as many businesses as possible yeah
0: definitely and so I know it's a little weird for LLC's and stuff but are you looking at like personal like credit scores or business credit scores like how does that typically yeah well thanks
1: for bringing that up because i didn't um mention that is we will pull your credit report so because everyone will have to provide a personal financial statement versus says here's where i am now here's how much you know cash or liquid assets that i have you know here's what i have in retirement not that that's going to be used as collateral or taken from you in any way um but you know what is it what do you have for a mortgage on your house you know what what's your what's your net what, what is your, um, how much money are you worth? You know, what's your net worth? Which is going to be on your personal financial statement that we'll calculate. And a lot of that is, you know, credit score is important. Your personal credit score, even you know, on your business, because it shows a history, are you paying your bills? Are you making yeah. smart financial decisions? And that's not always a case of we're going to, you know, throw out the application, but generally around 650 or higher is what you like to see. And obviously, the closer to, you know, 850 being the best, closer to 800 you could be, you know, is ideal, um, and will open up some eyes. But if the, you do see, you know, a 550 or 600, you're really going to look into that and say, okay, was it medical history? Was it, you know, a failed business? Or is it you just, you're not paying your credit cards on time, because then that's going to scare away some lenders, and yeah. Us to say, well, if you're not paying, you know, your, you know, your Visa card, you know, what's going to make you pay us? And you know, and small business owners, you know, if they have a house, they should expect that they're going to put a lien on it, and that if something happens with the business, which hopefully won't happen, but if it does, that you know, their house might be on the line, and so there's a lot of risk for them. Um, but they're also have to look back at, you know, who's ever financing it, whether it's us or a bank. You know, they need to make sure they're well collateralized in case something does happen, um, because th- no one's going to be in business if um, if, if, if too many loans go bad. Uh, so even though it is a huge headache, there's tons of paperwork that go along with it, as I'm sure any small business would let you know. But I think at the end of the day, you're going to have a stronger business. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of small business owners say, you know, I don't get money from a bank until I don't need it because yeah. then the business is doing well and all of that. And, and and yeah, that's true, but they did help you out at some point. Um, but it's all because, that you know, you want to build a strong relationship and you should have a good relationship with your banker. They should be there to help you answer some of these questions. And if they're not... Um, Um, then you may want to you know consider switching because they're a partner in your business and ones that don't you know don't realize that and we're very lucky here in new hampshire to have a lot of great community banks small banks uh, you know just drove by primary bank here in bedford so a lot of you know great banks with a lot of great uh commercial lenders that you know really get in uh you know really will get into the nitty-gritty um and really want your business to succeed and help you there's a big distinction between um you know uh, Wall Street and Main Street. You know bankers. So bankers get a bad rap because everyone thinks of the Wall Street. You know these people aren't. You know pulling in. They're not. You know hedging on futures and these types of things. Yeah. They're invested in the community. The community is not growing. Um, and and they're not supporting the community. Then their bank's not going to do well. So it's nice yeah. to have that because they want you to succeed. But you should have a good relationship. You know with your banker and trust them. Just like an accountant, a business advisor, and your attorney.
0: Yeah. Cool. So I guess that. Again, I'm going back to the credit thing real quick mm, here. Definitely. Um, at what point would you look at business credit? Because I've never been able to ask someone this because I've never been in this situation like helping someone build business credit. Do you have any like input on that or? Uh,
1: so we can. That? I mean, you can. There is. Um forgetting the term of it a lot of times we're not pulling that it's more based on the business's tax return because that will kind of give us a great financial picture um you know of how it's going uh and then obviously uh we're going to know what liens they have on certain things and if they're not paying their bills that'll come through the due diligence period there Uh, but you know you, you you can look up you know a business score and they'd have to sign up i forget I apologize I'm forgetting the acronym and, and what you need to be. But businesses do have a credit score, but, yeah. a, but a lot of businesses working on are Main Street. So we're gonna know the owners. We're gonna you know, there's gonna be people in the community yeah. that know um, that. and that'll find out. And Google's an amazing thing when you just yeah. type in something uh, you know, to find out, you know, what's you know, what what the true scene is. Is this person a character? Because when you talk about credit, you always talk about the five C's. Yeah. Uh, don't test me on all five of them right now. <laughs> uh, but obviously credit score is one, and then you know, character. And for a small business lender like like ourselves, character is probably the biggest thing. You know, are they are they a bull in a china shop when they come in, or do they take advice? Do they do they know their business when they, when you ask them a question? Are they getting back to you quickly? And that can all be of whether you're going to end up getting a loan at the end of the day. Because if you're you know going at teeth to have them get stuff or some budgets look shady and they give you really fuzzy answers on something about employee wages or you know how this this isn't really adding up um you know it kind of makes you take a second guess okay is this is this the best bet for us but yeah. if you ask them for something and you get a spreadsheet full of numbers and everything makes sense you know it makes you feel a lot more comfortable so yeah. character is definitely huge
0: you know when you're talking about what's important in credit and what people are looking for all right cool yeah i was always curious i've never been the last one of business credit and i was just curious so uh business plans yes this is the this is the big one here um because you mentioned them earlier when you're talking about applying for a loan you should have one it should be updated fairly regularly mm-hmm. what does a good one kind of look like what are you looking for in them and like for people who don't have them mm-hmm. where should they be going to check these things out i mean you
1: uh, again google is a great thing you can type in yeah. you know business plans my mm-hmm. advice is don't pay somebody to create a business plan mm-hmm. uh, a lot of you know people will uh, you know pay somebody there's a lot of great resources that we referenced earlier score which yeah. is usually retired individuals that will provide free counseling based on industry and these are individuals that were usually either entrepreneurs themselves or presidents of um, you know company large companies small companies uh, then you also have the small business development center, which generally has a business advisor in each region of the state um, And they provide free service as well So if you know if you do want to look up I say go to Google There's a lot of great workshops that happen free workshops that happen in the state of how to start a business How to write a business plan and plenty of organizations that can assist it's not to say consultants and other aren't important Sometimes they are necessary but when you're building your initial business plan, especially if you're starting up um, it's all about, you know, what's the market, you know, the biggest questions are, what's my product, what's my dish, differentiating factors, and uh, what's the market for my product? Because you may have a great, you know, product, but, you know, it it, it may not work out here. Uh, you're obviously going to sell more, you know, air conditioners over at the West Coast than you are here on the East Coast. So what's your market demand? You know, can you, is this the best location for you and where you want to be? Um, so kind of, you looking through all these factors and, you know, there's no set, what should a business plan look like? There are certain things it should have, obviously a financial projection. It should have who your teams are. It should have a marketing plan behind that. You should have something on what it, you know, what's my competition in the area. And then again, what differentiates you from your competition um, to, to make us to, to draw customers to you um, and make sure that you're profitable and, and making money.
0: Yeah. Cause just from that last segment, like, I see so many things there that, you know, especially with restaurants, Mm. they just get wrong all the time. And that's why they collapse so frequently. Yes. (laughs) So it's just do the do the work.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, know,
0: really get in there. And my favorite piece of advice is, like, can you sell it? Like, can you as the entrepreneur physically go out there and sell your product? Mm -hmm. If you can't. Maybe skip the rest of it and just go back to work. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or make sure you have the money to hire a really good salesperson. You yeah. know, that's yeah, yeah. you know that's the type of team. And you know you're gonna ha- you know part of the business plan is gonna be who's in your team. And you may be the sole entrepreneur, but who who else are you talking to for advice or you know what's gonna help you out? And then hopefully that'll be a management team as well, uh, whether it's a general manager or something. But what do they bring to the table to make sure that your business is gonna be successful? Um, which is you know extremely important people with financial knowledge, marketing knowledge, sales knowledge, um, and then just general business operations Uh, and then obviously, you know, uh, handling employees can be an issue. I know with restaurants that's a, you know, big issue as well. So sometimes you have a great business, you know, everything and and for unforeseen reasons and you may have the best product in the world, just operationally you have really, you know, bad customer service or something like that. So it's important to kind of, you know, look at the business like that um, and make sure you get a lot of opinions from outside of, you know, what your business is once you are open. Yeah.
0: Cool. Awesome. Is there anything kind of wanted to cover that we haven't? I mean, we kind of covered a lot of stuff. No,
1: no. it's just, you know, uh, again, you know, small business owners are our lifeblood. So if there's any opportunity, uh, my name is Chris Wallington with the Capital Regional Development Council. Um, feel free to, uh, we have our website, crdc-nh.com. Uh, feel free to look up that. Call me or one of my colleagues, uh, whether it's a financing need or whether you're just looking for some business plan or some business advising. We can either help you internally or we can make those connections uh, to help you So you just... We just really want to see our small business succeed, which then helps our municipality succeed as well. Okay.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for today. having this me. a lot of fun. Yeah, this is great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, we'll catch you all next week. If you want more referrals for your business, head over to inningsbusinessshowcom slash Gold Star to check out Gold Star referral programs. It's awesome. We pass referrals to each other every week, and uh, there's no better way to grow your business.